Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Uh, First, as always, we want to thank our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. They're grants to us that help make this this project, this production, and all of the work that we do for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street Corridor possible. So uh, big thanks to DSLBD and DHCD. Uh, And uh, as always... um, Thanks to everyone who came out and supported Porch Fest. We had a, a great day. Um, the weather was perfect. Um, and uh, I think this was our biggest Porch Fest yet. We, we counted upwards of um, 3,500 attendees, I believe. And uh, that, that surpassed last year. And uh, we had a couple of new stages, uh, one of which was at the D.C. Public Library branch at the Woodridge Library. Uh, and they had phenomenal programming up there. We'll get to a little bit more of that in a minute. Um, and uh, it, it, it truly is a, a community event and a, a, a rich uh, representation of all of the talent of Rhode Island Avenue and uh, the greater D.C. area. We had mu- musicians from all over D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, um, a, wide variety of music styles and we could not have been happier with the turnout um and thanks to all of the sponsors of porch fest which included art enables gold pant gold pants rental um uh patrick's pet care district vets uh dc water and of course the department of small and local business development and uh the minkiti group so thank you to all of those sponsors who helped make the day possible. Thank you to all of our porch hosts. Um, thank you to uh, the D.C. Commission on Arts and Humanities, uh, who provided us a grant to uh, pay our performers a small stipend for the first time. Um, so we're, we were thrilled um, to have such a good turnout, such a good event, and you know we're already in the planning stages for next year's Porch Fest. Uh, so hang tight on that. We'll talk more about that. Uh, in upcoming episodes, um, so let's get let's get to it today. Uh, oh, uh, Michelle's not here today. She is she's working hard at her her paycheck job. So no Michelle yet again today. Um, hopefully she'll be joining us next episode. Um, and, and some of the things that we've talked about on this show repeatedly it are the anchor institutions of our individual Main Street corridors. And they are consistently, um, they're the same uh, in just about every Main Street community you go to. Uh, And when we define uh, an anchor institution in a neighborhood, um, we define it as a place where anybody can go and, and put up their feet and enjoy the area without having to pay a penny. And there is nothing that is uh, a stronger representative of an anchor institution uh, in the District of Columbia, in any Main Street city, and certainly on Rhode Island Avenue, than, uh, than the, the library. And so today's guests uh, are from the D.C. Public Library, uh, 
please welcome uh, Diamond Newman, the Outreach and Inclusion Services Associate at DC Public Library, uh, David Quick, the Adult Services Coordinator of the DC Public Library, and uh, our neighborhood's own Eric White from the Woodridge Branch here of the DC Public Library. Uh, folks, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, so you guys are here to talk about uh, a couple of different things. First and foremost, um, thank you for being a, a porch location for Porch Fest this year. Um, Eric reached out and uh, his team uh, reached out and you guys had some phenomenal performers up there. Yeah, it was an exciting day for sure, you know, and um, between Rhode Island Avenue, Maine and the DC Public Library bringing artists uh, it worked out well, and plus with our partnership with the Anacostia Community Museum, and we had a, a community exhibit there, and so we got multiple things happening at the same time, you know, at it, that event. It was a big day. Uh, we got some great video of some of the performers mm -hmm. at the library mm -hmm. to share with you a little bit later on. Um, well, thanks to Studio 202 that records this show for us. Uh, they got out with a, a roving video camera and, and did um, a, a nice recap video that included a couple of the performers uh, up there uh, on the rooftop of the DC uh, PL branch in Woodridge. So um, You can check out our, our website and our Facebook page, RIA Main Street, uh, to catch those the, that video. Um, I'll make sure you guys get a copy of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, at Diamond and, and David and Eric, uh, you guys are here today to talk about something um, more specific to businesses. Uh, you have a new program rolling out. Who's going to start telling me about it? Well, I guess I can start. All right, David. <laughs> so uh, recently, uh, Diamond and Eric and I, with a couple of our other colleagues from other branch libraries, have um, had, a, had a good time starting a new project of making sure that we have staff who know how to use our business-oriented resources and connect people in DC, particularly the business community, with their, those resources so that they'll be useful for them. For always, libraries have had resources for business people, um, both print and online resources that help people do market research, that help them develop their skills. Mm -hmm. They tend to be the uh, on the harder end of the learning curve for people to know how to use them and how to show other people uh, how to use them. So we've been trying to dial up that skill set on our staff lately. Um, particularly started with um, a kind of a larger organization called the Urban Libraries Council. Got a bunch of libraries together to come up with plans for uh, making their libraries useful to the business community in various cities. Um, so I got the, the chance to go meet with uh, other public librarians from Toronto and Kansas City and all over the, um, North America, not just the United States. And we just wanted to focus our, find a way to just make sure we have staff who know how to use these resources and show them off to DC business members. Um, we do have kind of a, a a hope to particularly serve entrepreneurs in DC who are justice-involved citizens who've either uh, been in jail or kind of somehow affected by by the justice system, and that's still certainly one of our goals. At the moment, we're just kind of uh, figuring out how to how to serve the business community in general, and so. Um, like I said, Diamond and Eric and I, with a couple of others, have been figuring out how to use these resources and coming up with a plan for sitting down with people and showing them how to use them. 
Great, great. So, um, Diamond, what are some what are some of the programs that are out right now? Yeah, so um, we have a new program called Libs for Biz, um, and that is where we um, want to connect with small business owners in D.C. and show them how to use our databases. Um, we found that we have so much online, and again, um, I don't think a lot of people know to get to them, um, and I don't know if a lot of people even understand that it can connect to their business. Um, so we started Lives for Biz. We've been in session for about a month now. Um, and the whole concept behind that is that um, businesses can connect with us, set up an appointment, and if they have any questions about their uh, targeted markets or just any questions um, around how to start a business, we can connect them to that info using the resources that we have. Um, so I had a session on uh, Wednesday, and it was really interesting because um, this was a partner that was running a business, um, but there was just certain info that she just didn't have. Um, and when I... Um, showed her what 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 we had to offer um she was just mind blown and the first question i had was how are you running your business and you don't have this information <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but also it was nice to to be able to connect her to those things as well so 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 what types of things uh did, did she find helpful well she was focused on um a certain zip code um and she it's, it's interesting. I feel like that's a whole story. Um, <laughs> that's a whole story. Um, but she, we, we don't want to rat anybody yeah, out Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that she just didn't know, like, who was in her area and who her consumer was. And after being able to connect her just with basic info, I mean, about race, about income, and about class, like, she was able to form a person and say, wow, like, this is who I can sell to. Um, and before that, she was just assuming, Right. You know? So, so basic demographic data yeah, yeah. For, for her, for her zip code yes, of her yeah, location. Yeah. And you have that as a database? Yes. Um, David, if you want to talk about Reference sure. USA. Yeah. I think uh, the main database you were working with yes. was Reference USA, yeah. right? We have a couple of databases, that one and another one called Demographics Now, but particularly Reference USA is a market, it's a it's a market research tool. It's actually, I mean, you can look up all kinds of things yeah. in it. There's all kinds of, you know, the white pages are in there, basically. You right, can look people right. up and look up businesses. But um, particularly, you can say, I want to find out how many people in this age bracket, or this income bracket, are in this uh, uh, are in this zip code or this neighborhood. Or um, you can even kind of draw a, draw a line around a particular area and say, you know, who's here? with these interests, you know, with these kinds of consumer interests that, that might match my business plan. And um, ideally, I think, you know, like Diamond was saying, working with this one person, I think this has been a project where we've heard this thing that you hear a lot if you're in the library world of, I didn't know the library did that. Like, just mm -hmm, this, mm -hmm. this sense that we're m more than just the place where you go check out your book for your book club yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, this yeah. is one of these projects that brings out this up a lot, which is a lot of fun. Um, so, so yeah, people can just look up that, and particularly, I think as as I have, and I think we have connected with like DSLBD, and learned about what people need to make business plans. This in particular is the thing that we can have, to, we can offer as you make your business plan. Here's your market research. Here's how you can come up with the, the proof of concept. Um, I really think a, 
a bookstore is going to do well in that part of town. I think a, a new clothing boutique might do well in that part of town with, with the data to back it up. And so that's that's what we're trying to do with these resources. Very cool. Yeah. So so I'm looking at some of the some of the I'm looking at your website, mm-hmm. which is uh, so I'm on my iPad, so I don't have the full URL. Do you have the? Screen? It looks like you're on a yeah. part of our website called Go Digital. Yeah. Ah, yes. So which should be dclibrary.org slash go digital. I think we'll get you there. All right. All and right. that's kind of all of our electronic resources. You can, uh, we have nice drop down filters to sort it just to the business resources if you want. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at demographics now. I'm looking at uh, Gale Legal Forums. Yep. Uh, and one of my personal favorites that I use a lot. Uh, because I am a card-carrying member of the DC Library, uh, is lynda.com. And, uh, I mean, I I think that one of the great equalizers in business is is knowing how to use software, Mm -hmm. even even the most basic software. Uh, And lynda.com is is a great tutorial system for for that. Um, What have you you learned from and Linda, if I can ask. <laughs> so um, I got all kinds of crazy and tried to learn uh, a couple of database management soft. Uh, what, it, what was the name of that? Oh gosh. Now going to draw a complete blank, but it, it was it was one of the big uh, um, database management softwares that everybody uses now. Gosh. Uh, no. SharePoint. Or... Uh, no, no, no. no. no it, this was actually. Um, Content management and database oh, management. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. very robust, and uh, I I I learned a lot. And one of the primary things that I learned out of that was that I needed to hire somebody to do it. <laughs> but it, not not because sure. uh, it wasn't good education, because it was. But I realized that that is that's something all into itself, and yeah. like there are there are trained professionals out there. Just like I don't do my business taxes you know I hire a a trained professional I now know because of lynda.com how to use QuickBooks um, to make sure that um, I'm not bouncing any business (laughs) checks but (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, yeah Um, and uh, what else did I see down here Uh, the small business resource center you want to talk about that a little bit that's through Gale yeah I think I don't know if either Diamond or if you've dove into that one a little bit that's that has a few more of a kind of a collection of ebooks on there i think and that's more like going to the reference shelf in the library except they're all online um i think in particular there's one in there that is kind of a just a big old encyclopedia of business plan examples mm-hmm. um i think yeah. um our colleague jasmine uh who just came here from enoch pratt up in baltimore she really highlighted that one as one that you can point people to if you're trying to come up with a business plan for a pet store. They probably have an example of one in there where you oh, can just... That's great. Yeah, I think, you know, business plans are, you know, I have a lot to learn about them, but I think to a lot of people they seem kind of mysterious and yeah. difficult. Oh, they're and terribly intimidating. So having resources like that and that, that the Gale um, small business one... Um, I think has a lot more of that kind of thing. Just this is what a business plan looks like, and you kind of demystify it. Yeah, you know, just just before we started recording, Eric and Diamond and I were all talking about business plans yeah. and how important they are for small businesses, and mm-hmm. uh, so many uh, 
so many businesses get started without one. I'm like, oh my God, what <laughs> yeah. have you done? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so that that is a great resource just in and of itself. Uh, I'm going to go check that out. <laughs> Make sure we've got some of those. I think <laughs> that uh, some of those um, resource guides, uh, they have sample business guides uh, plans that other companies have done that you can kind of look at and get some ideas about, you know, well, really what goes into this, you know. And um, you mentioned about the Gale forms, legal forms. I think that's a, a, a very valuable asset that um, business people and individuals need to tap into because you can go in there and find out, you know, what type of government forms might be needed, right. might be required, and you can actually get the forms right there online and begin to, you know, go through them and, you know, have something to take to your lawyer or your accountant to, to, right, to start right. the process as you're going through and you're building your business plan. So that's, you know, a valuable database. And, you know, you mentioned something that was uh, a key, you know, being a part of the D.C. Public Library, and all it takes is access by having a library card, mm-hmm. and people can access these things anywhere. And, you know, the library now is trying to reach people where they are, you yes. know. You know, we're not just in our physical buildings. And, and these resources that we're talking about today, people can use at any time, you know, but they do have to have that card, right. that key. <laughs> and it doesn't cost anything. And it doesn't cost anything. It's free. And Although I'll add one little piece to that. Some of, the, some of these vendors are kind of really forward thinking about access to them. And so with the Gale products, because Gale's a big company that makes a lot of these products, it's all geo-authenticated. So you don't even actually need a card. I mean, we want people to have a card and like, you know, be signed up. But if you're within, if you're at a, using an IP address within the District of Columbia, you just automatically get passed through. Wow. Um, they just kind of, you know, kind of thought more progressively about access and just said, you know, the DC has invested in us. And so we just, just the fact that you're here gives you access. And so that's a, but some of them, they will still ask you to put your number in there. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And and I think that's a perfectly reasonable request because (laughs) this is a library service. Uh, And uh, let's take a a short segue in, into getting that library card. You can get it by going into your local branch you can get it by going into your local branch, going on to our library website at dclibrary.org, and filling out the um, request form and yep, and get access right away. Yep, that's how I got mine. It's pretty simple. It's it pretty is. Simple, yeah. It is. Uh, and and uh, I don't understand why anybody doesn't have one, but uh, I'm a little biased. Uh, and that's um, it's not just DC residents who have uh, who are eligible for cards. Anybody in the DMV, if you great, that all, was my next question. We all have full reciprocity with the systems around us, which is a nice aspect of living here. Um, and if you work in the district, you you're eligible for a card. Um, you can buy access to <laughs> um, if you you know if you come from away. And you know we actually there were people really trying to kind of work the system a little bit. I'd say, Hopefully it's okay to share this, but people around the world were trying to get cards just so they could use lynda.com because lynda is something you can spend a lot of money on, and we yes. kind of had to make sure our policies were in order to correct that problem because it becomes an expensive thing, but it just shows what a valuable resource that is. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that I would love to push. Again, it's free, you know, and when you are starting your business, you want to cut back on those costs, and I know that um, everyone doesn't view us in that 
in that way as this cool business space, but I mean, maybe you should start because you don't have to pay um, for so. the things that you would probably pay thousands for, right? So again, it's free. And you can do it on your own time. <laughs> on your own time from anywhere, right? so that's perfect. Right, right. so um, I, I, I'm so glad to see the library uh, adding this as one of its many services, and I, I know that uh, libraries across the country are really looking at uh, being a resource for entrepreneurs, even going to the the point of of having you know like mini fabrication labs and 3D printers, uh, and I seem to remember there was a 3D printer at the downtown library. Uh, where where is that now that that's all under construction? It's uh, we just opened last week our kind of interim lab space. We're calling it the Fab Test Lab. Uh, and it's in the Reeve Center at 14th and U Street. Oh, okay. Which, North, right, Northwest. It's really great yep. storefront space. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Our friends from DSLBD uh, were there on behalf of, uh, this is made in D.C., which is a certification for people who make things in D.C. They, right. they wanted to go over there, and they went there. If you go on their Instagram page right now, they took a little tour of the, the test lab, and you can see them do it. So it's the 3D printers again, but it's also sewing machines and laser cutters and crochet hooks. <laughs> so, well, you know, like yeah. they're thinking about making things in a lot of different ways. That's great. But it's, it's, it's back in action, and once MLK Library is open, it'll be in there as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, there's so much emphasis on uh, makers, and certainly uh, Made in D.C. Is, is absolutely exemplary of that. Um, the... The fact that uh, spaces like WeWork and Union Kitchen and Mess Hall and all those places have popped up uh, for for makers to be able to have affordable spaces to do things, um, I, I think that speaks volumes to the direction of uh, not only the creative economy but the small business economy, uh, and and of course it is appropriate. I think for the library to have its own version of a maker space. Yes. Uh, obviously, you, you don't have um, a mess hall or food style maker space going in there because you'll be hungry all the time from all the <laughs> smells. But um, what what a great resource! Uh, what do you see coming down the road for this? What do you see as next steps for this program for the library? Um. For me, I would I would like us to be a known go-to place, um, the same way that people think about Made in D.C. or like any of those things. I want us to be like a household name, and I want us to be a source for that. Um, for me, I, I would love uh, for us to start getting more into talks and panels around this topic um, because a lot of people are talking about this stuff, but... For for me personally, I want to see it in one space, and as talking about like we said, like customer service and just basic things around business. I feel I feel like the topic is very glamorized, um, and it 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 doesn't always for me when I attend talks and things. It, it feels very higher level mm -hmm. as opposed to saying like this is how you start your Etsy shop like from ground up. And I think that we talked about this before. It's like below business 101 like let's get to like the ground of that um but i think that starts with people talking and being transparent and being honest about like i didn't have a business plan and that's why <laughs> i don't have a business anymore but 
people should be hearing those true stories, but we have to create those platforms for that transparent um, talk to happen. So yeah. that's what I would want to see, and we can do that. So <laughs> I already made the choice. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in charge here? <laughs> you are. It's me too. <laughs> I think also the, ne the next step is to uh, doing what we're doing in terms of reaching out to bring these resources to the community, to the Rhode Island Avenue mains, and, and connecting with you know, your office as well as other people to know that we have these resources available. Sure. You know, because like people have a reluctance about coming in our doors, so to speak. You know, so outreach is an important part of what we do. And that's why we're thankful for this opportunity to have, Thank you know, you. speak to this. Uh, we will be actually going to some of the local businesses and sharing this with them as well as inviting them to come into the library and showing them some of these tools. And, um, you know, the, the, the takeaway here is that these tools are used by businesses. You know, US, uh, Reference USA is a very expensive tool that the libraries are offering, but businesses pay for those, mm -hmm. and we're offering it free. You yeah. know, demographic today is one that is really a major tool. Linda, you know, if you are outside the library, you are subscribing to this. And uh, so we just want to take this message out. And yeah. that's, you know, where we're yeah. going to carry on from here. Uh, Joomla. Joomla is the name of the <laughs> content management database. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, got that off my chest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> popped into my brain as you were talking about Linda again. I was like, oh, Joomla. Uh, so uh, the number one, there will be no problem getting this information out to the Main Street businesses because <laughs> they're all going to listen to this. Uh, we'll, we'll actually be sending out a, a link to this podcast in our dedicated email to our business owners. Um, but we definitely would would welcome uh, if, if you guys wanted to come out and do a special um, meeting for our business owners we can get them all in one place for you or at least as many of them as can get away from their shops at that moment in time mm -hmm. um if if you had uh if you had your your way in your magic crystal ball um beyond beyond the idea of getting them in the door uh, what do you see as the next big thing that libraries can offer um small businesses and entrepreneurs. We're not going to hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm not going to send this to Mayor Bowser. We're not going to hold it to you. I think one thing I would say that maybe hasn't Eric or Diamond haven't touched on yet is kind of the access to the space that we have in the library and hopefully some kind of convening of community in that space. I think that's where... I, th I think a leading example of just public spaces in the city and in addition to all the things that our library staff does, just kind of being the connector of people and getting them in the same room and, you know, business. I think being an entrepreneurship, the more I learn about it, it seems like it can be kind of a, a solitary experience sometimes. It can be a little bit lonely maybe <laughs> and, and, and yeah. maybe a little... So that giving people the chance to be around other people who are in the same boat and learn from each other, I would love to see more of us doing that. And I think that was a little bit of what you were speaking to, mm -hmm. Diamond, of yeah. that, that there's a space in libraries that 
this community knows it's a place where they can go and, and learn skills that are going to help them be successful, but also a place where they can go be around other people who are going through the same experience right. or trying yeah. to do the same right. thing. Right. I know uh, we've worked with Eric to, to book the Woodridge space a couple of times for business owner meetings. And uh, while we certainly, you know, fill people's head with, with good information, good, good knowledge at those seminars, um, I don't, Eric, I don't know if you noticed along with me uh, that actually some of the best conversations happened after the seminar ended and attendees were visiting with each other yes. and networking, and networking mm-hmm. with the speakers mm-hmm. and, and uh, exchanging stories and experiences. And, and that, was a, that was a beautiful thing to see. So, I, David, I think you're right on on that. Yeah. Eric yes. has a thought. <laughs> he, he, he paused. He's got his finger up in the air. He's, he's got this going. All right. Lay it on us, Eric. Yeah. Um, and I agree with everything that, you know, has been said and, I, you know, coming together and we're looking for, we're, we're looking for what the community wants as well. You know, it's not, you know, we, we're in this together. And I think, as Dave was saying, it's how we can hear what, um, you know, know what the, the library has to offer we would need to hear what the community is asking for. Mm-hmm. And to be in a form like the library or one of the branches or one of the community settings outside where we can come and speak, you know, we can come up with better plans for helping people reach their success levels and where they're going. <clears throat> I wanted to mention just two other labs that we have in the system mm-hmm. because we have a studio lab which is in Northwest Washington at the Shepherd Library, which actually has a small studio in it, and uh, where people can actually go in and do video editing and audio editing. And so as business people, as another resource for developing and promoting their own businesses, it's an access point. Sure. You know, we also have another lab called the the Digital Memorization Lab, which is over in our North. The Memory Lab. The Memory Lab where people can go in and bring in their uh, older videos, uh, photo files, and transfer things. And so we're doing a number of things to reach people and provide people free access to equipment as well as uh, meeting spaces. And that also ties into that community of business that we're trying to develop. And so as you know, people find out more about what we're doing and we're hearing more about what people want, then the library can begin to reshape some of the things that we're doing and come up with, you know, providing new programs. Um, I would also say I want them to feel empowered to access as well because Mm -hmm. we are creating programs and it is about those needs, but if we don't know and if they don't know to ask, um, because a lot of the work that we do is is trying to, like, pick brains and, and try to you know, construct what's trying to be asked because some people just don't know what to ask for. Um, so that's um, something that I feel like we all could do is just empower them to ask because just like we said, you don't, certain people don't even know what they need, but they need it. Right. You know, yeah. um, and that's something um, an outreach that we kind of play around with because we have our own concepts, um, but talking to people again and saying, I feel like are you trying to say that or are you asking for this? Oh, yeah, 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 this is the thing that I need. 
So um, I would encourage all of us who, you know, who's here to just in, empower um, the community to to kind of to kind of access and eat. Even if they don't know how to act, just just throw it out there, and just, we just and we can find a way yeah. to put it together. So yeah, because you're librarians and you can do anything. Anything. That's why I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is uh, such a fantastic resource. I I can't even uh, begin to uh, adequately access, uh, express my excitement about this. Uh, I, I think it's certainly needed. Um, as as Diamond and Eric and I were talking a little bit before the show, um, you know, we we're constantly getting um, uh, fresh-faced entrepreneurial spirits coming in and um, saying that they're ready to to lease a space and and start a business, and they actually have had zero experience in the field in which they want to open a business mm-hmm. uh, or. Um, zero uh, knowledge of the basics of a business plan, or um, what do you what do you mean? I need a basic business license. What is that? That mm-hmm. kind yeah. of kind of very basic stuff. Uh, and um, so, I think this is a very exciting um, resource, and uh, we'll certainly do our part to help get the word out. Thank you so much. Uh, and I would, if I could, plug a couple more things. Absolutely. <laughs> um, one other thing, even. Something that's been very helpful to us as we've been kind of learning more are some of our partnerships that are have been in place for a few years, one of which is with Howard Small Business Development Center that lead, they just do kind of business planning workshops, monthly ones in libraries all over the city. Um, and likewise, the Department of Consumer and Regulatory Affairs does monthly workshops on just those those regulatory aspects, like what is, why do I need a license? Um, what do, you know, what are just those logistical pieces I have to legally have in place um, yeah, yeah. with regard to the city? So those are in place, and those are happening in the library um, on a monthly basis. And um, so we we love that that or a space where those partnerships happen as well. Yeah. So. Good stuff, guys. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, yeah, please send over uh, any. From in a digital format, please send over anything <laughs> that you can to us to help disseminate out to our businesses. Um, and uh, once again, the the website for this, uh, near as we can figure, is dclibrary.org backslash go digital. Roughly, uh, <laughs> well, we know that if you go to dclibrary.org, you can find your way to go digital, but we, we think it's backslash go digital. And if um, you get all frustrated with your business plan, that's where all our movies and our music are, too. Like, if you just need <laughs> yeah. to take a break and watch yeah, right. a movie, yeah. you're already in the right place. <laughs> you know, my wife, as a, as a solopreneur, solo entrepreneur, uh, would always have a movie going on in the background because that was her coworker. She still considers um, um, Elle McPherson from Legally Blonde yeah, uh, as one as one of her most uh, loyal coworkers because she has watched <laughs> that movie over and over again. She didn't even have to; she just has it going in the background. And mm-hmm. uh, so, and I and I'm pretty sure that she has rented movies from the library. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, any any other last minute last minute bits of wisdom? Well, we're gonna have you back. Okay. Just heads up, we're gonna have you guys back in a few months to talk about 
some of the new things that you're going to be rolling okay. out. Um, open invitation if you've got some particular programming uh, for small businesses or uh, Eric in the community uh, that you want to talk about. Standing invitation to have a little segment on here to talk about it. Um, and um, we're, we're going to look forward to, to working with you guys to help small businesses grow here in the community and in D.C. in particular. Um, so again, that's dclibrary.org backslash go digital. Uh, big thanks to David, Diamond, and Eric uh, for you guys for stopping by and for telling us about this. Um, and we'll, we'll be seeing you later. Yes, Thank thanks you. for Thank having you. us. Thank thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. We'll see you next show. Bye-bye.